I V M. Hello and welcome to the Habit Coach Podcast. I am Ashton Doctor, your Habit Coach. And today is part two with Raj Sajnani and we are talking about leadership. Now, if you haven't heard the first part, I suggest you go and listen to that because we are talking about the various concepts like communication, building trust that are so important when we think about leadership. In this particular episode, we're going to deep dive into what kind of leaders exist and how can you become a better leader. Enjoy. So when it comes to, you know, understanding leadership, so people are listening to us now and they're saying, all right, fantastic. Tell me about leadership, like over the course of the trainings that you've done, what have you finally distilled down to the meaning of leadership and how should people be thinking about it going forward? Is if you are able to build trust with the team that is around you, that's number one. If you're able to communicate clearly what you're looking for, stand on the front line with them, not, you know, you guys come in on Saturday, Sunday and do that is not leadership. You can't be sitting at home enjoying your weekend when they are doing Saturday, Sundays. You know, that, it doesn't work that way. And you will find that you will start losing a lot of people because of that. All right? Sooner or later. Yes, because of the job market scenario, because of this COVID scenario, people may be stuck where they are right now because I really don't have many opportunities. But believe me, the moment they get a chance, they will run. All right? So as a leader, I a strong leader is not someone who knows everything himself. I truly believe this. He is someone who surrounds himself with people who are experts in their field. So I have a salesperson who is top-notch in what he does. I would be a fantastic leader because I have a top sales, I have a top marketing person, I have a top product person, I, you know, whatever. I surround myself with people who have expertise in those key areas. And I build my rapport with these individuals and I run forward with it. That's Very interesting. a leader. So you don't need to be the best in everything. You need to A, have the best team, but learn how to lead them, guide them yes. in that sense. And again, we use a lot of uh, analogy with sports. If you think about it, not all sports coaches are as good as the players themselves. I mean, when we talk about the typical nowadays, the Ronaldos and the Messis, which coach is going to stand there and say, Messi, I'm going to teach you. It doesn't work. So he doesn't coach him on his skills. He coaches him on something different. He coaches him on team mindset. He coaches him on strategy. He coaches him on, on tactics. So you draw everyone to your side and then team members can score the goal. He coaches on things that are, I'm not an expert. I mean, dribbling, nobody beats Messi and Ronaldo. You can't. So how can I be his coach? That's how. So what is the job of a leader? It boils down to like, okay, as a manager, I know my job. As a leader, what is your job? To drive people to mm-hmm. achieve their highest potential. So you're constantly looking and digging for that potential in each person. Is that, yeah. that's that, that what you, you would define as one job that the leader has? In my mindset, one sentence, the leadership is a person who will dig out and make this potential shine. And that's one of the reasons why I actually coined the company name was Enhancing Human Potential, because I want to be a good leader. Far from it right now, but hey, that's that's the goal. You know, you want to be able to achieve or achieve through people. 
That's a good leader. You can't achieve it on your own. Can you think of some people that you would have interacted with who were fantastic leaders that, you know, you learned something from you, like looked at them, you know, interacting with the team and you're like, wow, okay, I'm going to pick up this particular habit from this person or, or a story from their repertoire? Obviously, I, this may sound very egotistical, but I haven't come across any leader that's a perfect leader. But so, but among the leaders, there are always key points. For example, there's one that is a managing director of a company in Hong Kong, of a major company in Hong Kong. And he leads by asking a lot of questions. He does not tell, all right? He does not tell. And when people say, but sir, uh, you know so much, why don't you tell us? He said, I will, I will share my ideas. I'm curious to know if you were in that position, what would you do first? And then he guides them to the right direction. So that not just teaches them what to do, it also helps them to learn what to do in the future. Rather than, you know how it is with people. You tell them, okay, clean it like this. Today, they'll clean it like that. Tomorrow, they forgot. But if they thought about it, it's their idea. And because it's their idea, they will remember it for a long time. So a leader is someone who gets them to do their thinking and come up with ideas and gain that commitment. Yes, he guides them. He leads them. Right? That's why I think the word leadership came through was the, from that word lead, you know. It's a very interesting story because, you know, it is not asking questions to be annoying. It's not, but why, but why, but why. It is actually a targeted question that moves a person in a direction. Yeah. And I usually start those questions by saying, you know what, Ashton, that sounds very interesting. Can you tell me a little bit more? It, it's not like, what? That's a dumb idea. Tell me more. Why would you do that? I'm not questioning you. I'm really curious. That sounds interesting. Tell me more. And then after I hear the full thing, again, it's listen to understand, not listen to reply. So if I listen to understand and I understood the full thing, then I say, interesting. You know what? These are a couple of good things that you have in this. For these particular areas, what if you tried this instead? How would that feel? Again, I'm not telling you, don't do this, do this. I'm saying for this particular portion, what if you did this? And what if is a very powerful technique. What if you did this? How would that feel? Not with a close question. What if you did this? Don't you think that will work better? You're pushing me into a corner and you're my boss. So I'll say, haha, yeah, you're right, sir. Defeats the purpose. So no, right? What if we did this? How would you feel about that? Actually, sir, that's, yeah, that sounds more potential. Why do you think it has more potential? I still want him to tell me, right? So I keep asking. But like you said, it's asking not to probe or to challenge him, but is to bring out the best in this person. Absolutely. Because very often we don't realize this, but every time we ask a question, why to somebody, it's almost as if you're saying that now justify it to me. Yeah, justify exactly. this to me. Right. Yeah, that is yeah. almost the tone of voice that comes out. And, and in, in leadership, this justification backfires on you. It does. And that's why I said, you know, the packaging of your words, that's why it's become so important. In the olden days, they didn't have to justify. They said, go left. We didn't even ask why left, why not right. We didn't even ask. So there was no justification. Then it came to a point where they said, but why left, why not right, sir? Because I said, go left. Okay. So, you know, and then gradually it's now changing. Even at home, your children will say, but why can't I do it like this? It's faster like, and these are, 
youngsters, children. I'm not talking about the teenagers at their, you know, the age where they tend to rebel. Not that. Even the five, six, seven, eight-year-olds are saying, but mom, uh, isn't this faster? <laughs> you know, they, they will ask you. And that's so true, even in the armed forces now, like I was reading a book about the Navy SEALs and they were talking about this, like normally you would think of Navy SEALs as like, if I tell you to jump, you ask how high, you know, that kind of a thing. But they're like, no, actually, if I ask them to come up with the answers themselves, they'll have a bigger buy-in into the situation and actually go and do this. So it is no longer command and I give an order and it's done. Yeah, right? yeah. That that ordering has gone out for a... yeah. And even in scenarios like the Navy SEALs or the military and the army and all that, it's, you know, even that, which was very much one directional, I say, you do, don't ask questions. Don't even think about questions. Just do it, you know, blindly. Even that is changing. So, we're not military, we're not Navy, we're not protecting the country's future. And even they are willing to be flexible to say, because... I want the buy-in. I want the commitment because they will do it with much more passion if they're doing it that way, right? Especially in the Navy, if you don't do what they say, it's called mutiny, right? In, yes. in our in our companies, if you don't do what they say, it's not called mutiny. So no. it's not that dramatic in our lives. Exactly. But even yeah. then, there is that change. Yeah, mutiny, then you get court-martialed, you know? Although, you know, that's all military terminology. In companies, uh, basically, you don't, how do I put this? Your chances of a career movement is suddenly becomes very dampened. Hmm. I won't say you won't have a chance. It just becomes... Uh, yeah, lower. <laughs> Raju, when you are doing these uh, sessions for leaders, managers, companies, what aspect of you know a session do you find the most exciting when people suddenly stand up and take notice and go, Ah, oh my God, I'd never thought about this before. Like, is there a moment that you see this aha happening quite regularly? It does happen quite a bit. I think my greatest joy is to actually see people stand up and say, oh, can I share something? I, you know, I also tried something like that. And I think, fantastic. They're already thinking about where they've done it, what they've done, what they've seen. That is a first step. You know, if you start telling me that I've already got new ideas, that's great. But if you can already start connecting it, like, for example, I do, you know, there's a lot of personality tests in the market, right? Uh, there are this uh, Myers-Briggs, uh, there's Discovery, there's DISC, there's a bunch of them. I personally love the DISC because I think it is the most practical one. Uh, for one thing, I don't, it is not, I term it as not a personality style. It, it, you're not born with the style. This is what I call disc communication style, which means if my boss changes, my style might change. If I get married, my style might change. If I get divorced, unfortunately, my style might change because we are affected by people around us. So that works. The reason I talk about DISC is when you think about it, there are people who like things and results. So if you start telling them these big stories about, you know, how we did it in the past, He's shut off already. He's not interested in. If you tell him, hey, Ashton, by doing this, we will get 10% higher revenue. We'll get this. We'll get this. And we'll be able to do it with only four people instead of the nine people we have right now. Uh, we're not saying that we get rid of the other five, but we can actually make use of four and increase productivity because of that. The D person is very keen to listen to that. I persons are the more creative, energetic, 
And imagine if I persons are sitting in a room and you tell them, listen, today we don't have enough time for sharing. So I'm just going to tell you what needs to be done. Their whole energy is gone already. Pandemonium. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, like, okay, TK, you know, like no energy, no passion, no creativity. They need to talk. They need to engage. They need to share. And as a good leader, if you don't recognize in your people, that in your people, there is a serious problem. You don't know your people. You, no matter how, how much you think you know them, you don't. And what are the others, S and C? So uh, uh, S, what do they stand S, for? Do they stand for something? Yeah, but I don't like that terminology. The people okay. who coined it, I hmm. feel very misleading. D stands okay. for dominant, dominance. And uh, that already sounds negative. And I'm going like, yeah. but it's not. All four styles have good and bad. And honestly, Ashton, you have all four styles. You cannot have only one style. You will have all four. Depending on the scenario, right? You will, and depending the environment on the that increases the D or the I or the S or the C. Exactly. And the okay. person that you're talking to. With mm. some people, you will notice that all of a sudden, you become a lot harsher and tougher. Without really thinking through it, you're just like, nine. We will do, and you're going like, if you go back and reflect, why was I so tough on this guy? That's because of your past experiences and whatever. Right. Now, I say that the biggest learning from DISC that I like to impart to these people is we all have it, we all change it, but we change it subconsciously. Can you please start doing it consciously? Now? If you do it consciously, it suddenly becomes a lot more powerful. For example, I know this person is a C. C type are conscientious, which means they like details. They like evidence. They like proof. So you cannot tell them, listen, Ashton, don't worry. We'll take care of it. How? Don't <laughs> worry. Leave it to me. I'll take it. This guy will not be able to sleep at night. He needs evidence. So you got to tell him, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do step one, step two, step three. Step three will be similar to what we did uh, three months ago with that project. So we'll, ah, okay, now it makes sense. Now he's going to sleep all right. You can't just tell him, don't worry. Trust me. No, <laughs> doesn't happen. He needs evidence. S people, the magic formula with them is don't put them on the spot. They don't like to be highlighted. Don't tell them things like, uh, you know, if you do this, you will look really good. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't need to be in the spotlight. We need to do this. Our team needs to do this. Our company, our customers, our us, we together, that magic words. Yeah? If you're using a team type of approach, they buy in. You will come across when you're trying to sell something. If you come across customers some are, and you notice that he seems to be an S type, you can actually say, you know what, sir, a lot of the people in your industry are actually starting to look into this formula. Oh, really? Okay. All of a sudden, he is interested because everyone else in the industry is following. Now, you try that approach with a D type and he says, yes, that's why I don't want to use it because everyone else is using it. And you're like, oh my God, I used it with the wrong person. So we need to recognize the people. Interesting. So you have D, which is dominant, but actually means something else. It's a person who's very direct, very decisive. You know, they make decisions really quick. They are very impatient. So if you're telling them something, don't be long-winded because they will actually, you know, they are so direct, they will actually cut you off. Okay, listen, Ashton, sorry, what's your point? They will actually say things like that. What's your point? Okay, forget the history. Tell me what steps are we going to take? They want that. They don't want history and background, right? I type people, you need to make sure you contain their energy a little bit because if you ask them questions like, 
Why do you feel that way? Believe me, they can go on for an hour. <laughs> so with them, I'll say, listen, guys, I know, I'm sure you all have very good ideas. Why don't we start with one idea per person? Now, if you have really high eye type people, they will still come up with, sir, sir, can I give two? Okay, two. Two is better than 25. You know, the energy that you need to just contain it. Otherwise, I, if I people, there's a lot of I people in a meeting room, that meeting will always run late. Never finishes on time. When you have C type people in, in a meeting, it starts on time, it finishes on time, and all the agenda is covered. And then the S? The S type, they generally are team players and followers. So if you say left, we'll all go, we're all going left, they'll go left. They're very much that way. Now, you will very rarely find a leader or a senior position that's an S, except with his seniors, right? right. So if you have board of directors, it doesn't mean that none of the board of directors could be an S. They might be, depending on how D some of the others are. So they may end up being S-types. Interesting. In that environment, they would be an S. Yes. But if you take them out of the environment, they might actually be a C. Because we know they lots of board of directors that are Cs. Yeah. They might no be puns C. intended, they might, but they might be a C. You know? Yeah. And, and sometimes you can also connect it. I usually tell people, don't base it on this. But because you need to judge individuals for individuals. But here's, here's a clue. When you have people in IT, compliance finance, they generally tend to be more C than anything else. Detail-oriented, step-by-step, you know, agenda, follow one, two, three, you know, they like that. Sales, advertising generally tend to be more I-types. Aha, kar lenge, sir. Kaise karoge? Ho jayega, sir. Ho jayega. Like, seriously, tell me how, man. That's your I-types. I think I pissed you off with my I-typeness with our podcast. And you're like, when are you sending me? What are we going to talk about? I was like, I'll send it to you. Don't worry. It'll come to you. <laughs> now, you know, the interesting thing is a lot of my participants turn around and ask me, what style are you, Raju? I said, I am D-I-S-C. Oh, I don't know. Add the disco I part am, of it. I am. No, I didn't add though. I'm just D-I-S-C <laughs> because I literally, see, I'm a trainer. So when I'm right. on stage, I'm generally going to be an I. That's very obvious. If I find that the participants are not disciplined, they're running around, they're answering phone calls, I will switch to a D intentionally because I need to manage and control. When I'm talking to their company leaders, especially the human resources department, I will focus my language on being more C. Why? Because they want details. Acha, is part mein kya karenge? Us part mein kya karenge? So I need to give them some information. I won't give them everything because that's my IP. So I'm not going to tell you exactly what game I'm going to play. But here we'll play a game followed by a discussion. We want each member to come up with at least one or two ideas, which they can then take it back as assignment. Next session, when they come in, I will ask them what, what they have done with that assignment. And they go, ha, ah, that's good. So that's for C-type. They love it. Give them details, so, overwhelm yeah, them with details. Yeah, and yeah, if the more details you give them, the better. And believe me, even if you give them statistics and research papers, they will still go and do their own research on it. That's just them. You know, it drives them. That's what drives them. Fantastic. Last question. Going ahead, do you think that the role of leadership or maybe 10 years down the line, if I ask you to put on your, your you know, your, your future hat on or your Oracle Paul, do you think leadership is going to change over the years or do you think leadership in the way that we understand it is a constant? 
I can't say it won't change. I think everything will change. Will it change drastically? Mm, maybe not. The reason I say that is because no matter how much we change, people are still going to be looking for someone to guide them and shine the light in the right direction. So if as long as we are able to shine the light in the right direction and assist them, support them, and, you know, any leadership books you read, they keep talking about these magic words, you know, encourage them, support them, empower them. I hate that word, empower. You know why? Because every hotel you talk to nowadays, they say, oh, we've empowered our staff. So I say, okay, good. I go to the coffee shop and I say, listen, I don't like this. Can I get that? Oh, no, sir. It's not on the menu. I mean, like, how the hell did you empower them then? You know, it, it, you're, you're empowering them, but you are, you're holding them accountable if they done something on their own, right? And they're being punished. So why will they listen to that empowerment? They won't, which means it's only a buzzword that hotels you, uh, not all, but I mean, you know, generally, we empowered our team. I'm going like, how? I asked him for one question. He said, sir, I can't, I have to check with my manager. If you have to check with your manager, then you're not empowered, right? And it's not like I'm asking him to give me my whole room free. I'm not asking for something drastic. I'm asking for minor little things and still they're not able to make a decision on it. So they're not empowered. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Welcome back. All right, let's jump into the conversation. Question came up because I was looking at, after our discussion, on the way that leadership has changed, you know, like we were talking about probably during World War I, pre-industrialization and all of that. It was very, I will tell you to do this, this way only, right? Then we came into the entire industrialization phase where everything went dramatic and it was all about, you know, I think the C-types went for a field day, right? Yes. It was that kind of manager management that was there we need a plan yeah we need, we need a, a plan. plan you have to do this you're, you're punching in at this time you're punching out at this time you're only given these tasks i think like henry ford was probably that right yeah. to a certain extent when when he is talking about the way that he was looking at his um, production facilities mm. then after that imagine in the it space or imagine in the service industry you can't necessarily be only c type like like you said you have to leave way for empowerment inverted commas where you're you're mm. giving mm. a certain you know you're letting the reins lose a little as it were a little this, bit yeah right so i yeah. was i was wondering which direction are we heading in as a society because we are all now about oh i have to empower myself right that is the actual thing that is coming up now very dominantly the way that people are communicating so i was wondering that will leaders suddenly start fading away will will everyone become a sole operator how is it going to work out it's going to be an interesting place well see one of the things you've noticed is that there's a lot more entrepreneurs coming out right now is because i really can't take this i don't want to work for someone right now i'll do my own thing you will it's find the silent that some quitting them- movement that is taking place everyone's silently quitting exactly and then you will find that after and this is post covid so uh, opportunities are not that much so the best thing for me to do is start my own entrepreneur you will find that down the line 6 months 8 months a year when things start to stabilize a bit more a lot of these entrepreneurs may not necessarily have succeeded or as much as they wanted so they will start going back into the folds of corporate uh, you know organizations but the problem is because they've tasted the freedom now getting them into the corporate world is going to be a challenge because 
they need to see a different style of leadership. If you're still going to go back to the old one, then I'm not going to last there very long. So I think a lot of companies need to start realizing that when you're hiring people right now, that's one of the things you need to remember. If you are going to be, you know, the dictatorship, it's my way or the highway style of approach, then please communicate to them during the hiring process. Okay, this is our style. So you need to think carefully if you're willing to, you know, go with this style. If you are not comfortable with this style, maybe you shouldn't consider a job with us because this is how we operate. This is how we intend to operate for the next uh, foreseeable future. But that communication does not take place. You know, they say in uh, job interviews, uh, the, uh, the applicant is supposed to sell himself to the company. That's not absolutely true. The company needs to sell themselves to me as well. Because why should I join you? I mean, you know, you got to tell me. So it has to be a give and take. It's, it's the same with every relationship nowadays. Uh, you will find that whether we talk about boy, girl, boyfriend, girlfriend scenario, husband, wife scenario, if it's only give, 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 there's only so much I'm going to give. After that, I just... <sighs> Yeah, company is the same. Clients are the same. So even with clients, I mean, there are clients who will just keep asking you for more and more and more. And after a while, you go like, hey, I have greener pastures other places. I don't need to take this anymore, right? Unless I have no choice, right? Business is not there. I'm desperate. That's a different. But again, it goes back to the same point I mentioned earlier. As soon as I get a chance, I'm out of, I'm out of this. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think you almost answered a question that I had. I lied about that being the last question. I, I Probably this will be. But no <laughs> the, the, there goes my trust. But the way that I... So, so once you can always I, start with, you know, I missed one out. I totally forgot. I totally so forgot. It, this is such an important one. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, it was a mistake. So it's all right. It's not credibility. I just forgot it. <laughs> and, and this is more of a personal one. So I've always thought of myself as a good leader but a bad manager now mm. do you think that exists or is it me creating one negative spiral in my head well i i think you need to ask yourself specifically why you feel you're a bad manager there has to be a reason right what are those examples where you feel ah you know what i did that that's why i'm a bad because without those actual reasons what are you basing it on it's just a perception and perceptions don't hold for too long. There has to be a specific reason, an example, an illustration, something I did, something I said. Kuch to hoga. Otherwise, why are you calling yourself a bad manager? It's just perceptions, right? That's that's the key. Yeah, because I always thought of myself as a laser fair manager, right? Like I've told you mm. what to do. Now you go and do it, right? Like why you, yeah. you want me to sit on your head? Like what, what is the deal with it? So as a result, I like working with external companies more than that because now it's your job you know what you have to do and you come back and tell me how it's done right it's a different style based on that style you're a d-type hmm. based you. so, on that right based on that scenario hey i'm hiring you i'm paying you i told you what needs to be done now do it so you know it may not be in an anger sentence but you're very clear about what i want i told you now do it Deliver what you guys have, you know, made me pay for, right? That's, but if you say, uh, I let people know, you need to be very careful. Who are those people? Are they D or I or S or C? If you are using that with an S type, 
man, that that guy is going to struggle because he's like, huh? What do I do? You mean I'm alone in this? <laughs> yeah, he he is he is going to be like totally fearsome, mm. right? Worried, stressed out. He's going to tune off everything. He feels like you've just abandoned me. Mm. So you don't, yeah. With S types, you really need to say, "Listen, uh, I want to give you flexibility. I want to give you the freedom to be able to do things." Uh, having said that, do remember you can always come and talk to me and ask me questions. But I would really like to hear some of your thoughts. So, and remember, don't ever ask them to give you an answer on the spot. Uh. S types can never do that. You tell them. So, what do you think? Uh, it's it's fine. Which part is fine? Um, all of it, sir. <laughs> they're not giving you any answer so you tell them don't worry go sit through tonight think about it tomorrow day after tomorrow whatever let me, let's meet up again in 3 days give me your thoughts on it what do you think which one is what is good what could be improved give them time when you give them time there is a chance that they will come back potential warning to you at that stage all right if you're dealing with their strike when they do come back with in 3 days and say oh sir i thought about it and i think this is good this is good please watch your facial expressions mm. because the moment your facial expression goes yeah Class. that's it that's mm. it he shut down and he's not going to talk to you again for the rest of the meeting because <laughs> he feels your life after that <laughs> <laughs> you told me to tell you i'm telling you but you don't like it forget it i'm not saying anything right and this is why i tell people uh, packaging words is one thing as a leader this your face that's It's the critical. communication space critical yeah because the anger shows here before it shows anywhere else right it's it's the you know like oh my god isko kitni baar samjhana you're thinking that but it's yeah. showing on your face you're like thinking right? face palm and it's actually showing ah, ex- uh, hand exactly. in head yeah frustration like, the crying why are you so, putting your hand in your head while listening to me it was like oh i didn't sleep well last night <laughs> <laughs> absolutely Raju thank you so much for coming on the Habit Coach podcast and talking to with us how can people continue this conversation with you how can people reach out to you and and get in touch I am on Instagram raju.ehp so they can follow me on that uh, they can DM me directly and say hey listen I want to ask about this uh, as long as I have the available time and they have the available time we can match it up I don't mind getting on a call with them they can email me they can go and check out our website we uh, my instagram has a lot of posts and uh, videos which means a lot of the things they want to ask they will probably find it there somewhere because it's all about dealing with people challenges conflicts you know the disc i mentioned to you just now uh, some of it is there already so but in spite of that if they find yeah but i it didn't still answer my question feel free to reach out to me right I, I don't know if you offer mobile numbers but the easiest would be the instagram they can actually connect and send me a direct message that would be absolutely Lovely. fine. Lovely. I would not suggest giving out your mobile number. I think Instagram is the best way of of doing that. And we will be putting it in the show notes below so everyone can listen to it there. I hope we've made a difference in at least a portion of the people's lives. My suggestion to everyone who's listening or will listen to or you know will watch the video or whatever is whatever you've heard keep an open mind. Don't agree or disagree with it immediately. Go try it out. And once you try it out then you will realize oh my god this really works then you don't need to challenge Raju or challenge Ashdin or challenge anyone because ha hota hai now if you do find i tried it it didn't work 
yes, feel free to ask me because what can happen is the timing was wrong or the packaging was not right or I thought it was a D but he was actually an S, you know, which means obviously I used the wrong approach. So we're more than happy to answer those questions. Lovely. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you so much for coming on. Now, if you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other interesting podcasts on the IBM network. You can listen to us on the IBM podcast app or ibmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on social media. We are at IBM podcast on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to reach out to me, I am at Ashton Doc on Twitter and Instagram. We have a brand new habit coaching online course, quizzes, videos, and a lot more on the website awesome180.com. So check it out now.